Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Regardless of what you think or thought of President and Mrs. Bush, Laura and George Bush Jr. were the ones that were in the White House the day that 911 occurred. Now, I know that everybody remembers where you were. You remember watching the towers going down. You remember the horror of the thought that America was being invaded. We've never been invaded, except when we invaded ourselves during the Civil War. But back to 911, since this is being aired the week after and during 911, I know that everybody of any age older than, say, 25 maybe, remembers where you were. Most of us stopped glued to the TV, glued to the news broadcast, whether we were at work or at home. And the only other thing that I know is that I started praying, praying, praying. And many of you did as well. I remember we were, of course, still living in St. Louis, and my mother called and she said, Oh, honey, do you have the TV on? And I said, No, Mom, why? Because it was early in the morning. Not early, but I don't watch TV in the morning. And she said, honey, they're really doing bad things to us. And I said, what? Long story short, 911, as you well know, was a day that we will never forget. And whether you are on either side of the spectrum or you're on no political spectrum at all, this was not a political act of Democrat or Republican receiving this. It was simply that George Bush was in the White House at the time. Now, the year previous, I was so excited because my wonderful friend and producer at the HEC TV in St. Louis a couple of years before that had told me that one of the schools was winning a national ribbon and she would like for me, having just retired from teaching, to be the one that got to represent them and interview George and Mrs. Laura Bush. I was thrilled, and I still have the television tape of it. It was about 10, 15 minutes. Jackie, my friend, did such an awesome, wonderful job of editing, putting it all together, making it such a showpiece for the TV station there where she was working. And that is one of the highlights, truly, of my life. And I know that as I got to just briefly chat with Mrs. Bush, I didn't get to interview her because she was going into one of the classrooms to read to the kids. And President George Bush was then greeting and meeting all of us who were there with the press. So being a press person, boy, I really felt, uh, you know, really empowered. I had my White House credentials on. I had been interviewed and tested and fingerprinted all the way back for weeks before. And it was just a very exciting time. I was also on radio in the afternoon, so I got to be there early for the television taping, and then I got to you know, broadcast what had happened 
in the afternoon. Well, none of us at that time had any idea that anything like 911, 9-11 would ever happen. And so just talking about the reading programs and the children and the schools and being an educational advocate, as I was also teaching at Webster University there at the time, I had so many irons in the fire educationally that when this particular school at a very poor district really in North St. Louis had won this Blue Ribbon Award, I was just so excited to see what were they doing? How did they do this? What was different? about their school. And guess what it was? The teachers and the principal. It all started at the top. Well, that's the way it happens politically. That's what happens in church. And that's what happens in a family. That if there's not a strong top or leadership, the whole thing collapses around us. It wasn't too long after that, that I actually got to have Lisa Beamer, who was the wife of Todd Beamer, who had been the one that started the Pennsylvania airline downfall. He and several of the others had said, let's roll. They're not going to have this plane. I have no idea, and many have speculated where that plane in Pennsylvania was headed had they not downed it. But Lisa Beamer, when I interviewed her, was so proud that her husband and several others were able to keep not only the perhaps Pentagon, perhaps Capitol, perhaps White House from being also eliminated like the Twin Towers were. We have no idea what we can do as one person. But as Lisa Beamer said, her husband made the decision that if this plane is going down, it's not going to go down where you want it to. And a couple of the other guys were with him, and they said, let's roll. And they thrust forward, they got the guys, they went into the cockpit, and indeed, the airline went down, killing everyone on board. Now, we consider those people heroes, absolutely, because we have no idea what they have saved us from. And that is often the way that I think about my walk in my life at age 23 when I was suicidal and hated the world and hated everything, and I didn't even want to live. I have no idea what my life could have been had God not intervened in my life at that time and allowed me to look straight into the eyes of evil And I believe it was Satan himself that I was looking into, and I screamed out, No! God, if you're really real, do something with this miserable life. And God said, Let's roll. He came in and took over my mind, my heart, my soul, my spirit, my family, my marriage, my teaching future. He gave me everything and equipped me with all that I would need for the future in my life and how he would be able to use me to reach other troubled teenagers as I had been to save a a ship. I would call my even whole future another ship or an airline or something that could have been downed and I could have just been wiped out in the blink of an eye. But God rescued me. 
Many of you listening right now may be at a place in your life where you need to be rescued. And as we have been inundated by all of the 9-11 things, you may not even want to hear or see any more of that. But you do need to know that there is someone who will break in just as those guys broke into that cockpit and took down evil, literally evil, and destroyed it before it could harm hundreds, perhaps thousands of other people. Right now, if you need rescuing, if somebody needs to break through in your life, ask God to come into your heart and your life. Allow Him to explain how He so loved you. He sent His only Son to die for you. Just as those people died without even knowing what they were doing, God knew exactly what He was doing when He sent His Son, Jesus, to die for us. And if you would invite him to take charge of your life, to be the author and the finisher of your faith, he promises he will. And he will tell you exactly what you need to do. If you would get into a good church or Bible study or online group that just explains how to read and how to know the Bible, God would use this in a mighty way in your life, with your family, with your profession, and with your future. Let him be that one that rescues you today, like he rescued me so many years ago, and I thank him for doing that. God, please be with the one that is listening right now that needs you, that is afraid, that feels like they're just crashing and burning. And God, I just pray that you would wrap your arms around them and draw them by the power of your Holy Spirit to a close, intimate, wonderful relationship with you. And I thank you in advance, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.